once in a while you come across somebody that has too much talent packed into a tiny space, so it leaks out all over the place, making it hard to get a clear picture of who they really are. I think Luke is one of these people. At first glance, he's a professor of the San Juan College Digital Media Arts and Design program. Talk to him some more about that, and you'll learn that he has a background in broadcast television. Keep talking, and you'll learn about the film projects he's involved with. Then, you'll discover the governor appointed him to the New Mexico Governor's Film and Media Industry Council. Yeah, keep talking with him, and you'll see that he almost always has a yo-yo within easy reach. Okay, so he plays with yo-yos. No, <laughs> he's been performing with yo-yos for over 25 years. He's won numerous awards at national yo-yo competitions, has traveled the world performing with the yo-yo, and he's an official spokesperson for an international yo-yo company? What? <laughs> Yes. What are we talking about on our drive today? One of Luke's latest projects, spearheading the creation of a makerspace in Farmington. If you don't know what that is or why this is an incredibly cool thing for the area, keep watching. Who knows, we might even get him to perform a yo-yo trick in the truck. <laughs> Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. 505 Motorsports in Farmington is awesome. They sell vehicles of all makes and models, as well as four-wheelers, motorcycles, boats, RVs, and more. They even offer in-house financing and co-signment. If you want your vehicle to shine like a diamond inside and out, it doesn't get any better than Blue Diamond Auto Spa. From a quick and easy wash and go to a full detail, they're the best in Farmington. Give your vehicle a day at the spa. So, Luke. Yes. How long have I known you? It's oh, been, wow. That's been a while. Let's see. Since five? Maybe 2005, somewhere maybe? 2005. 2005, 2004, roughly. Yeah. Right, over at the parks office. Yeah. So. so you were you were a marketing guy right. for the Farmington Museum. Right. I went and handled the uh, PR and marketing for the museum system and then was asked to go ahead and set up a... PR and marketing department for the um, for the parks department. Right, so you were the original marketing right. here at Parks and Rec. <laughs> In fact, I think the first real marketing department for the city. Right, right. and then later on the city of Farmington uh, had one over at City Hall. Right, so yeah. So then um, you and I got along famously while, yes. while you were there, and then... That's a fun place to work. So. <laughs> it is, yeah. And then when you moved on, I jumped right into your your spot, right? Which was good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, gave it had you been a crash course on a couple of things. Fully, fully <laughs> influenced by Luke and so, ready to. Well, that could be a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah. So before that, you were you were actually I was over at the TV station. Yeah. Before that, so. How long were you there? Yeah, I was there for seven years. Cool. So I uh, did everything from like pushing a button, running commercials, <laughs> to directing the evening news. I was a technical director. Okay. So when you left Parks and Rec, you went to San Juan College. Were you doing? Were you doing kind of some I adjunct sorry, stuff before? Right. I was yeah. already doing that. Uh, I hired on at the museum in 2004, and while I was doing that, I started teaching part time at San Juan College. So okay. And so then you kind of um, uh, ended up, are you running that? What you, the uh, that, Digital Media Arts yeah. and Design Program. Yeah. I went in and took over the creative 
uh, arts and technology program. Okay. And then uh, rebranded it as Digital Media Arts and Design. Cool. And uh, DMAD? Pretty much, right. Well, I tried coming up with some other acronyms for it, and all those <laughs> got shot down. So it's the DMAD program. And uh, I, I was really fortunate to, to go ahead and work on that. And then with the governor, Governor Richardson, in 2010, uh, the state in Mexico donated a hundred thousand to it. Oh, nice! So I was able to go and get some equipment. Yeah. And uh, I, I've, I've been having a lot of fun at the college. You the, took uh, took me in there, and you were you were showing me. You got kind of some at this point maybe well, museum even, level. Uh, I have even equipment more stuff. Well, I've got museum level. You know, KOBF went ahead and gave me uh, some of the old stuff, so I've got. Uh, like museum quality right. video equipment, but right. uh, the TV show Preacher, they went ahead and made a $19,000 donation, and then uh, last year I had, let's see, $28,000 donated, I have $25,000 donated, so the students have access to amazing equipment. Wow. And uh, put in a green screen studio. Yeah, so yeah, I saw that one. I've been really fortunate. We have, uh, we've got a 14 foot camera crane now. Really? Yeah, right. So, <laughs> nice. uh, you know, just with some of the donations and things. Oh, that was that was last year or the year before that you got that. I remember uh, it's gone out. It went out on a project pretty quickly or something. Which right one? There. Well, um, the fourteen-foot camera yeah. crane. We're uh, working on putting the makerspace up at the college. Right. And with that one, the students were. were uh, it, it's a big collaboration. We're working with the College Underserved Partnership Program, okay, which is uh, through the EPA, and they put us in touch with Drexel University, which is a five-year university, and uh, the students over there, their graduate students, are coming up with the architectural plans, right? And then we've also partnered with the Thriving Earth Exchange, and they're looking at some renewable energy projects that we can do in the space. Okay, and they put us in touch with uh, Strategic in Innovations, which is based out of. California, so we've got two scientists out there. So it's like this huge, huge project. Yeah. But where it ties back with the students, the students at Drexel University, they, you know, we don't have any money to send them to Farmington. They don't have any money to come out here. Right. So the students that I have, we went ahead and used the the camera crane to go ahead and fill the empty space. So we created, we're putting it in an existing empty bay up at the college. Right. So we filmed the epic empty space video. With camera cranes, and we flew a drone into it and yeah. crashed the drone. So, I mean, we, but uh, the students had fun, and uh, yeah, we're just moving forward with it. Awesome. So, explain to people what, sure. what a makerspace is. Well, see, a makerspace is, uh, well, it's, it's a place where you make things. I mean, that's the, <laughs> the easiest one on there. And, uh, yeah, it's not really uh, build it and they will come. It's uh, build it and they <laughs> and they will come build it. So you have this space where you. Uh, it's like having a uh, community shop where people can come in, and then they have access to tools that they wouldn't be able to normally buy, like a right. laser engraver, a vinyl cutter, three uh, D printer, like a three D printers. Yeah. A CNC machine. We have yeah. one donor that uh, is donating to the project uh, a CNC machine that you can go ahead and cut titanium with. Nice. So with that one, you'll be able to go and create yo-yos. So yeah. this right here was created, you know, using oh, a sweet. CNC machine. So awesome. <laughs> but uh, the whole idea behind it, why we have all these partners, is to go and look at a way that we can 
use some of the skills that we have in the community right. with the oil and gas and the coal fire energy and uh, maybe go ahead and prototype stuff yeah in the space okay and then it's also open to the community we've got a lot of artists in the area so the artists can go ahead and prototype the way this thing's going to be laid out is going to have a 500 square foot uh, graphic art studio okay so that you can go ahead and print t-shirts you've got large uh, large-scale printer so right. that you can go and prototype like marketing pieces and have access to some of the Adobe software Okay. And then the 3D modeling software. And then there'll be 500 square feet where you have uh, access to Arduinos and Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Which those are for doing robotics and they're microcontrollers. So I know what an Arduino is, but what's a... Raspberry Pi is, is the that? same thing. Oh, okay. So what you can do with those, you can go ahead and test out like uh, robotics. You can do all sorts of different things. Yeah. So, and this will tie in great with the K through 12 that uh, have programs doing robotics. Okay. And you can go and solder stuff together. And then right next to it, we'll have a thousand foot, uh, it's called, a, well, it'll be our dirty space. And with that, we'll go and have the machines that go in and emit fumes. Right. So that we don't have uh, like sawdust near where the computers sure. are and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be where the CNC machine's at. Okay. And another partner that we have with this one is uh, CNM Fuse. Okay. which is a makerspace up in Albuquerque. And they started out with a 3,000 square foot space, and now they're up to, I think, 13,000. Wow. They took over a basketball court. <laughs> and uh, they've partnered with, you, or with um, let's see, Intel, and we're recipients of uh, the Intel Future Skills curriculum. Yeah. So we're going to have a class this summer. It's uh, limited, but uh, we'll be teaching a class for about 10 students as a pilot on drones and 3D printing and okay. they're providing the money for the 3D printer and the things like that and yeah. then after we do the training we get to keep the equipment so awesome. that's worth uh, about $50,000. Wow. For people to understand this a little better is this going to be for students or for the community? This will be for the community. The community. And then, of, and of, which of course includes students. Right. Same with students but but um, the way that it'll work, and we're still uh, looking at the pay scale and things like that, but it'll work like a uh, like a fitness gym membership, like okay. the HHPC in San Juan County. So just like college. a monthly fee right. kind of thing? Okay. And then some of the things that we're going to have to look at will be uh, for materials because you sure. have expendables. And uh, one of the ideas is having a vending machine so that if yeah. you wanted to go and get stuff for the 3D printer, right. you go and pay for your materials. Okay. And then uh, that kind of keeps the cost down. So, yeah, if I wanted to use a 3D printer, I could go pay for the materials that I would need for right. and using the membership. 3D printer, mm -hmm. but I don't have to fork over, you know, the thousands of oh, dollars right. for a well, 3D this. printer. And we've been very fortunate with the uh, the people that have donated. Uh, Marion Oil and Gas is, uh, you know, they're, they're behind the project. Raytheon's behind the project. Yeah. And we've been talking to other people in the community and uh, I think we're going to have more community support. Cool. The the makerspace is right now in, is it in um, planning stage or development stage? Where, where are we? Well, we're in, in planning and uh, uh, fundraising right now. Okay. So we're looking for funds on it. And uh, with the plans, the plans, the students from Drexel University, they're yeah. uh, creating plans for the space. And okay. uh, to make it challenging for them, they're looking at creating it as a net zero energy consumption. Oh, yeah. 
So using solar panels and things like that, yeah. which I'm not sure if we'll have enough money to go and do that. We'll just have to see where we're at. Right. But uh, with the Intel class, that's going to be happening this summer. So we'll have that. It, it's going to open probably in the fall. Okay. Very That's actually, actually, it is going to open in the fall because, you know, we've got donors and money. And so that's it, what I'm going to that's what I'm going to be spending my summer doing. <laughs> and then the other thing that I'm going to uh, spend my time working on is looking at how to go and program the space. Right. So, uh, up in Albuquerque, or not Albuquerque, but in Santa Fe, Mal Wolf, they have a uh, small maker space that was in Mal Wolf. That, uh, are, are you familiar with that one? No, no. Okay. Mal Wolf, uh, George R. Martin bought okay. a bowling alley. And then turned it over to, he's still the landlord, but he turned it over to artists and let them come up with whatever they wanted. So with this one, you go in, I'm not going to give too much of a spoiler so that when you go in there, you're still amazed. But you go into it and you open the door and you see a house inside a bowling alley and it's nighttime. Okay, and it gets stranger from there. But one of the things they have in a room is a, uh, a setup where there's laser beams that are coming up off... They've got a fog machine, and you can go and see the lasers really well. Yeah. And they're shooting yeah. upwards. But when you go ahead and take your hand and run through the laser beams and break the circuit, it starts creating audible sound. Oh. It makes noise, and, and uh, that's something that you could do with Arduinos right. and maker spaces and things like that. There's a magazine called Make Magazine that actually has the same project, yeah. just not on the same scale that they did at the art installation. Right. You have a, a yo-yo there. I do. That you said what you 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 made with a CNC machine. Well, this one's not. I didn't make this one with okay. a CNC machine. Oh, but this, you could. This one's you know a magic yo-yo. Right. But uh, they go and use CNC like industrial right. CNC machines out in Shenzhen. Right. Creating these. So. Yeah. So so you are you are like Mr. Yo-Yo. You were. You were yes. like everything yo-yo. You were amazing with a yo-yo. Well, so explain maybe some of how long you've been doing yo-yos and how many awards you've gotten. Like we're, okay, so well, that people understand, but there's not got it. Just a guy fiddling with a yo-yo. Right. Let's see. I've been performing with the yo-yo for like 28 years now. Yeah. So and um, I, I've had a lot of fun with it. And because this is actually being filmed on Mother's Day, okay. Yeah. I went ahead and brought, okay, and I'll do some yo-yo tricks while we're driving, and they'll be amazing. Don't look at them, okay? <laughs> Just because I don't want to go and die in a fiery wreck. But uh, <laughs> anyway, the fact that you can't look at my yo-yo tricks, you know, they'll definitely, they'll be amazing. Just trust me on it. Okay. So anyway, this is my first yo-yo, and my mom made this, okay, since it's, you know, Mother's Day and we're filming this. But she made it out of two buttons, and she made this when I was five. Can't really do very many tricks with it, but I can get it to go up and down. Okay, that was amazing. Trick number one. Okay, and looks like we're getting to a stop sign. Okay, this will be interesting. I'll wait on that. Okay, but uh, yeah, no, I've had a couple of awards and things like that. These are from the World Yo-Yo Contest. So for those that don't know, there is actually a World Yo-Yo Contest. Yeah, and. Uh, this year it'll be out in China. And then uh, National Yo-Yo Contest, got a, uh, this is a uh, gold award from that one. 
So, and then I was fortunate to uh, be on the packaging for Magic Yo-Yo. So I need to go ahead and just give a, a quick shout out to uh, Sophia, Sunny, Shadow, and Winnie out there in Shenzhen. But uh, you know, I ended up on all their packages. <laughs> That's awesome. And not only all their packages on there. Okay, this is just a shameless plug for Magic Yo-Yo. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I ended up getting on a poster, <laughs> which, this is how it used to be, you know, using maps nice. in the car when you're driving, but uh, anyway, uh, the, the English is great on there, it's, uh, but it has Yo-Yo uh, Professor. Oh, that is awesome. So. <laughs> but uh, I've had a lot of fun with that company. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and see if I can go ahead and get this. Okay. And right here, that is the stealth fighter. You have to use your imagination at it, especially in a car that's going about 20 miles per hour. Okay, Ken, keep looking at the you know the road. Okay. So anyway, that right there is a yo-yo trick in the car. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've had fun. I went to Berlin, and I was at the International Street Theater Festival. Yeah. Berlin Locked. Yeah. Performed out there. On the way back was yo-yoing in Heathrow. Ran into somebody saying that uh, they, uh, they had a friend in New Mexico, and their son did yo-yo tricks. Turned out they were from Bloomfield, knew my parents. Wow. So. <laughs> oh, cool. And then, so there was a guy... He was actually a friend of Andy Warhol or something. Who was that guy? Right, right. Uh, Paolo Bugiani. And uh, he was out here because we, we live in an awesome place out here. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he was out on the Biz Die. He's a surreal artist and he works with fire. And uh, he, he was out there working and I ran into him at the museum and uh, his friend Cynthia. And we started talking and then yo-yos came up and yeah. they said, hey, can we film you? So we went up to Head Canyon, out to the uh, the Dunes Motor Vehicle yeah. Recreation Area, and I called my wife, and my wife was like, I said, I've met these Italians, and they want to go ahead and film me out uh, on the biz die, and my wife said, come back live, and I was like, okay. And uh, we went out there, and he went ahead and made a 14-foot ring of fire, yeah. and uh, which I didn't realize he was going to sit on fire, but he said, uh, you know, if the planes get too close, jump. So they went ahead and took pictures and filmed me in this ring of fire doing yo-yo tricks. That's and awesome. uh, Afterwards, they took us out to Three Rivers, and we were talking, and uh, on the way back into town, yeah, they were great. I really had a lot of fun. But I, I was talking with Paolo, and I, uh, he said, yeah, I've got a, a place in New York, and I've got a gallery in Rome. I go back and forth, and you know, my friends, you know, they were all into this like pop art scene, and I said, oh, like uh, Warhol. And his face just lit up, and he said, Andy! <laughs> and he had a sculpture from Andy Warhol, Weichenstein, uh, and Keith yeah. Haring. He hung out with all those. Wow. So it was really fun. <laughs> One would think that 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 doing things with the yo-yo would be relatively safe, right? One oh, would think right. that. Yes. But you, you had a No, this is back when I story. worked at the TV station. Yeah. No, it's not really funny, kid. Well, okay, <laughs> this is like trauma right here. <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't know you were going to ask me about this <laughs> okay, one. Okay, it's, but it's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, well, because it wasn't me working, that happened. Yeah, well, working in television, you have a lot of downtime. So, and I didn't bring that yo-yo with me. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I was going ahead and doing yo-yo tricks. There's one that's called Shoot the Moon, where you go and keep it going back and forth, right. and, and it's really so tough it shoots trick. out in front of you. Yeah, and, and then it goes straight back up, and then straight up in the air, right. and then big, yeah. So okay. anyway, I, I have downtime, you know, and I was doing Shoot the Moon, and it went up, and then something happened on CNN. Okay, it was breaking news. <laughs> so I looked at the breaking news, and then I looked up. <laughs> And it came down and went and knocked my teeth out. It really was breaking yeah. news. Yeah, it was breaking news. So anyway, I've got a friend in town who's a pediatric dentist. Now he's like, "Hey, done. I knocked my teeth out with yo-yo." He's like, "Luke, you knocked your teeth out in, with a yo-yo." Okay, even though I was like, you know, sounding weird, he figured out who it was. And he's like, "Quick, come down." Okay, so I told my boss, you know, I've got this problem. You know, well, I didn't tell him that. I was just like, <laughs> so, you know, okay. He's like, yeah, get out of here. I'll cover the the five o'clock news. Yeah. So I went in and ran over to my friend's, you know, my my, my friend's dental place, and yeah. he's a pediatric dentist. So he rushed all the kids out. It was like a scene out of The Godfather. He went and rushed them out, turned the open sign and closed, and then. Uh, they, well, they put a dinosaur bib. It had dinosaurs and ABCs on me. And then uh, while I'm in there, uh, they, they were like, no, he really used to kill you and knock his teeth out. Well, after they finished laughing about it, he then found the biggest temporary kid teeth to go ahead and put in my mouth. And he got me back in time for the 6 o'clock news, which was really great. And, and while this is all going on, the, you know, my boss was freaked out. He's, he called my wife and, you know, there was an accident at work and stuff. So she's worried and things like that. Directed the newscast, you know, everything was yeah. okay at home, yeah. and uh, yeah, so that happened. I still have the yo yo, it was a plastic yo yo, and it's yeah. got like two big dents on there. So, teeth marks on it, right? Which is kind of funny because there's a, a guy whose name is Tom Coon, okay, and I'll have to do a shout out to Tom, but uh, with, with Tom Coon, he goes and creates wooden yo yos. And I think I might even actually have one of Tom's yo-yos oh, with me. Cool. But uh, Tom went ahead and uh, is also a dentist. Yeah. So he created the world's largest wooden yo-yo. And really? out in San Francisco, they dropped it off a crane. And it went ahead and went up and down a couple of times. Really? Set the rope record. But anyway, I told Tom that story. And he just, like, he didn't, you know, he took a, he's like, can I get a picture of your teeth? <laughs> so anyway, he took a picture of my teeth. And uh, anyway, he signed a yo-yo for me. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of fun. I've got a mentor out in Utah, my yo-yo guru. Yeah. So, uh. Uh, Dale Meyerberg. I've gone and traveled 600 miles to yeah. go and learn the two-handed tricks. And, yeah, it's it's wow. a lot of fun. So, did you did you ever think when you first started um, doing things with yo-yo yo-yos that it would at some point in your life you would end up because of your yo-yo um, abilities end up traveling the world and end up on. Yo-yo official yo-yo packaging materials. The packaging, I've really matching yo-yo is great. I've, I've had lots and lots of fun. But uh, Dale Meyerberg, I went and saw him at Snowdown, and like career counselors don't ever go and mention. Have you ever thought of yo-yos as a career path? Right. But running into somebody who is a professional yo-yo man, that's what really yeah. sparked it and stuff. Yeah. So that's so uh, cool. Yeah, no, I've, I've had fun. If somebody wants to 
be involved with this makerspace. Good in contact me. And get a hold of you. Or right. Um, Should I'll, I give you my my contact? Can yeah, you, we'll okay. we'll put some we'll we'll put some information on the video and in, in Judy Castleberry. Uh, okay, she's been helping out a tremendous. You know, and she's she runs the enterprise. Center. The right the quality. Yeah. yeah. Quality at, the quality, at the quality center for yeah. business, and uh, so just having you know that partnership, yeah, you know the college is the right place for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and th there are some really cool bays there. So there are some businesses where we're in the incubator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so those bays are are perfect for that. I right. Mean, yeah. It's already the facility's already there. Just need to put the the space in. Right, so, and just yeah. need people to go and come up and use it. But yeah. I think uh, once once people see what we have up there, so on the level happen. this fall, right on the things. right. There's going to be a little bit of soft opening sure. this summer with the Intel curriculum, right. and uh, that one's been great. We've got two faculty members that are going to be in Pittsburgh this coming week to yeah. go ahead and do more training. Right, and uh, so Intel's been helping out. CNM Fuse Makerspace. Yeah. So we've got all sorts of partners, and yeah. with the uh, with the scientists out in California, the uh, strategic in innovations, they're looking at maybe some po projects where you use solar cells to go ahead and create battery chargers for the high school students. Yeah. So we can go and take a look at using energy in a different way. Yeah. Because we know how to use energy out here. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what we kinda, do. <laughs> yeah, it's what we do. So. Yeah, that is incredibly exciting, man. You you know I. It, I follow a lot of things, mm -hmm. a lot of places, and um, there's some super cool things out there in this world. And those super cool things are now making their way into Farmington, like right. a makerspace. That is a super, super cool thing. And and I, there are probably some people that understand what that is, but once people really start to understand mm -hmm. what that is, that's it's going to be amazing. Well, out in uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, they have the parachute factory, and one of the things they were doing, I think, is um, like fix it Fridays yeah you go and bring things in and fix it oh, yeah. or you go ahead and break it even more but in the process you learn <laughs> you learn stuff you learn yeah. stuff yeah so, <laughs> that's which is good awesome. that's awesome well thanks for coming Wait, on the ride well, with me yeah man. and then you know I, I missed your birthday last week so oh. wanted to go ahead and give you <laughs> this is a uh, signature uh, fast Eddie yo-yo he's a Canadian yo-yo player cool. Went in and set the world record using that as a Jack Russell from 1996. Very cool. Went in and did 21,000 loops in three hours. Wow. That, re that record will never be broken because nobody at uh, Guinness ever wants to go and watch somebody <laughs> do loops for three hours. So, they have to find a different yeah. way to count it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what you need AI for. So anyway. But, just set an AI in front of it let yeah, us know what he's done. Yeah, so anyway, we can count. Yeah, hey, cool. Some robots at the... That's anyway, awesome. And this is for me. Yeah, that's for you. Thanks, so, Happy man. birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks well, a lot. It's been great. Yeah. So, I'll see you. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ken's Think Tank is a web series talk show recorded in video format and converted to audio for this podcast. Find all video and audio episodes at kensthinktank.com. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. 
If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com